on last week's Irrevelations. Uh, I thought this was funny, yeah. So Genesis um, 46. This is like the end of like a sitcom, you know, where you have all like the little goofy wrap-ups and stuff, you know what I mean? T- tell me a story about how Neftali was, you know, jerking off in a bush and a lion got him. I don't even think they count Dina. Like, no one gives a shit about women. No. It's like it's like I have a neighbor who has a shaved reggaeton, and I stay the fuck away from him. <laughs> you know, like, I know exactly what he's doing. <laughs> Pharaoh just sets him up. Pharaoh's such a good dude. I gotta say this. For a king? Hey, all my family's here, and all they possess, and they're in Goshen, which is the sweetest of the sweet. What kind of a slumlord, I would say, Joseph was for the people of Egypt? Yeah, he's kind of piecemeal driving the entire nation into poverty. So Egypt turned you into a slave, and now the fucking tables have turned. Oh, don't worry. I got you. Oh, oh, you're out of money? It's fine. Just give me your sheep. Oh, your sheep your sheep are all already in, in my stables? I'll just take your land. Joseph, come over here. Now that I have found favor in your sight, please... Place your hand under my thigh, wink. Which seems like a pretty light favor. I don't know why I gotta grab your dick, Dad. I mean, you could've just asked. Like, you're old as shit. You're gonna fucking cross your arms. I don't even wanna cross my arms, and I'm 30. It's his first son. It's a sign of his strength. But he has to kind of, like, diss track him a little bit for fucking Bill Hawk. It's awfully uh, convenient to write a prophecy uh, hundreds of years in the past. See, what that means is, like, he eats in the morning, and then when he's done, he just cuts his shit in half. <laughs> like, human centipede style. It's just like, here you go. Genesis sucks. But this last Joseph kind of like wrapped it up, kind of. At least now we know how the earth was formed. Before we turn to the word, I would like to... I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed. I don't feel good about myself. are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. God damn America. That's in the Bible for killing innocent souls are in hell now burning now. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. Like, uh, I used to babysit kids, Mm -hmm. and that was the only way I could do it. Is drunk? Drunk. Yeah. But not enough that they're going to, like, notice and be concerned. Uh, But enough that, like, I don't care if they, This may come as a surprise, but... um... No one has ever asked me to babysit kids. I never had that offer. Which I always thought was bullshit because I feel like I'd be a great babysitter because I fucking hate kids, but I am somewhat responsible. You know what I mean? That's perfect. Yeah, yeah I think that's perfect because, like, if I ever. Because you know that you're not. They know you're not going to fuck their kids. Yeah, they're not going to get molested. Uh, and I'm also not going to abuse them. That's the that's the two dangers. Is like if someone's like I'm like, hey, would you like to be a babysitter? Like I fucking hate kids. Yeah, it'll be fifty bucks, and they're just like grinding their knuckles. I'm like, oh, I don't. Well, anyway, this is going. But vice versa, like people are like, oh, I love kids. If I could just come over for like a night of unsupervised with your kids <laughs> while you're away from the house, I'd be like, I don't want that either. What the fuck is the problem? Do you know what I want? I want one of each of those people. Yeah, one of each. Yeah. Uh, just yeah, in like a room, and handcuffed to each other, so they can't. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so they can't be separated. Ooh, dude, this is actually genius. We could start like a subscription service uh, of um, people that are just. Uh, medium towards children yeah like you get one pedophile right and one uh like a hermit okay <laughs> uh I was gonna... an angry hermit like or like a prepper like a doomsday prepper yeah. and a pedophile yeah. i'm sure there's a lot of venn diagram crossover for those two yeah i mean most of them are find... probably uber drivers so the market's fresh <laughs>
three. It's the Holy Trinity. <laughs> it's the Holy Trinity. <laughs> oh, man. I have a question. Uh, have you ever been in a cult or anything like that? The Southern Baptist Church, I think, uh, marginally qualifies. I mean, uh, Missy uh, was in a church that she attributed to a cult. I don't fuck with cults at all. Uh, I, I don't know why, but I'm fucking terrified of cults. Like, low-key terrified of cults. I think that this podcast counts as one. I mean... I mean, we're doing this for adoration, <laughs> and we have extreme views. Like, it all lines up. I don't up. think we demand followers or... I do. Change the on Twitter. Words Follow shit. us on, at Revelations. Oh, get, oh fuck. We're in a cult already. <laughs> I got, that's why I'm so afraid of cults. <laughs> sneak up on you. Um, it is that. It do be like that. Like, Missy, Missy was in a church in England that she mm-hmm. said was the closest she's ever... Like, it was like, oh, we're a Christian church. We're the only real Christian church, and we're the most Christian. Oh, yikes. And it started gradually, like, they started being more um, involved in their lives and stuff and started being like, oh, by the way... Uh, any music that's not hymns is uh, bad, and God doesn't want you to listen to that. And they started like demanding more time and money and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, they're like, you know what? I realize these. And they're like, we have to start marrying off your daughters. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. But it was Ugh. like, I don't. I believe it. But like that kind of like, you're, all of a sudden you're in a community without even really realizing it. All of a sudden you're in a community where you're sort of expected to get their affection and uh, you know um, respect and I guess approval. And the rules just start getting more and more stricter, and you start getting more and more involved. And then they start talking about, like, oh, if there's an outsider, shun them. And if they've left the church, we don't speak to them anymore. It starts getting more and more deep in the cut. Uh, it's fucking weird. But, uh, no, I'm terrified of cults. We talked about that one that was like a uh, like a woman's movement. I told you <laughs> I thought Rising Tide was part of it, you know? Yeah, Where yeah, it was yeah. like, oh, we got to uh, – so the, the story with that was – and one of the reasons why I'm so fucking terrified of them is that uh, – it was this chick from the WB, and I can't remember her name, but she joined. And then okay. uh, from the WB Smallville, uh, if anyone looks it up, it, it'll be... Oh, a... yeah, yeah, yeah. That that crazy lady. Yeah, yeah. So... It ended up being like a big sex thing. It was. So one chick... Which from... is, I think, every cult. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you do it? I mean, if you're not going to stick your dick in there, like, what, what do we do? That would be the scariest cult. Like, the um, Jonestown, that's a scary fucking cult. Like, you're not even going to fuck these kids? You're just going to kill yourselves? Like, fuck you guys. Didn't they? I feel like he fucked some kids. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I'm I, I didn't sure. hear anything about that. But anyway, um, she was from the WB Smallville. I wish I could remember her name. I wish I'd looked it up. But um, she joins this weird fucking cult. And one of her friends is like, oh, my God, uh, I got to get her out of there. So she joins the cult, knowing it's a cult, to get her friend out of there. The first lady leaves. The second one gets dragged in. And then you find her on, like, the side of a highway branding women and then, like, fucking raping them and shit. It's fucking. Allison Mack. Allison Mack is exactly right. Yeah. I, yeah, I just, it's too susceptible. You know why I don't, you know why I don't fuck with cults? Um, so I got a phone call. They've been blowing up my phone asking me to do these timeshare uh, meetings here in Orlando, uh-huh. and um, I went to one, and literally, uh, me and Missy are talking about. It. I'm like, okay, I know they're gonna try to sell us a timeshare. They're gonna try to sell these fucking points. They're gonna try to make it make all sense. But we know that it's a scam. We know it's a scam going in. We're not gonna fall for it. And then I shit you not, after like an hour and a half in there, I'm like, tell me more about these plans. Like, how can we get one of these fucking timeshares? It's like I've been brainwashed, and just as they they get it, they just understand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd be in a cult immediately. Yeah, for sure. Like that's it's to think that you're above it is a little naive, yeah. you know. It's like just a little like, bit of heroin. Like I, I think I can handle just yeah, a little yeah. bit. You know, uh, my dad when I was a kid always used to tell me that uh, angels were protecting me because all this really weird shit happened. Right. 
Like one time, um, don't worry, I'm going to tie this back into the cold. Okay. So one time I, I'm playing in the garage. I'm like three years old and there's a huge entertainer, right? Like with, that would hold a TV huge, and huh? all that. Oh, crap. an entertain. What do you mean an entertainer? Like, like a clown? Entertainer, in, no, it's like the, it's like the, the piece of furniture that holds the TV and has like space for VHSs down below. And like, okay. you know what I'm talking about? I know like what you're talking about now, but piece, okay. That's called an entertainer. I don't think it is, but all right. I think. Anyways, it was a big one, and he was he was working on it. It was my grandparents. It had glass doors mm-hmm. that closed, and it fell. And the glass doors swung open as it fell, and they caught on the concrete of the garage. Mm-hmm. And that's what stopped it from landing on me. So I think that was God <laughs> saving his future cult leader. Oh, uh, okay. It, so that we could be here so today. So this is preordained? Yeah. And that makes sense. Uh, the angels saved me so that we could make a suicide cult eventually. <laughs> I, uh, you ever had like a, well, I, I don't know why, but that made me think of a story. So I, uh, I think I've mentioned this before, but, uh, I have these, I had an inexplicable incident that happened in my life was, uh, mm-hmm. one time I, I remember this, I was like three and a half, four years old and I woke up to the sounds of screams coming uh, in, in my bedroom. And I wake up and my dad's standing over me and his arm's completely covered in blood and lacerations and shit like that. And our, okay. and our window had been smashed open as if he'd like put his fist through it. And I was like, what the fuck's going on, you know? And he's like, oh, witches were out to get you. And I stopped him. <laughs> so forever, uh, I was just horrifically terrified of witches, you know, like paranoid, <laughs> psychopath, you know. And they're like, don't worry, angels are coming to get you, save you. You'll be protected. God's got you. I was like, oh, fucking he got in the room last time. I don't know how to you're gonna fucking. I mean, yeah, that's pretty close to. Uh, Have you to a? Because um, what do they do? What does a witch do to you? Do they uh, disembowel you? Do they like? I don't know. You're a little kid. I think do they, I was like, jerk already terrified or something? by witches because there was. It wasn't the movie witches. There was one where like these witches turn a kid Hickory into ma- a mice. That came out right around mm-hmm. that same time. What about the one where they turn kids into ducks? Is that the one you're thinking of? Kids into ducks. No. <laughs> They try to make, they're trying to make people tea or something. I don't people remember. tea with ducks. Yeah, that doesn't seem like uh, you remember the plot in that fucking. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember now. I don't know. And, and to this day, they still have not told me what that was. Like I, I asked my dad all the time. Wait, this. Oh, I thought this was a dream. No, this this happened. happened. And I'll ask my dad. I'll be like, the f- "Hey, all right, I'm 25 now. Can you, can you just tell me what the fuck was going on in that room?" <laughs> He's like the witches. He's like, yeah. it was and the witches. like, yeah, witches, witches, witches were coming to get you, and I stopped them. So I assumed that uh, my dad was just beating the shit out of my mom or something. Not that that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. Funny. <laughs> uh, not that that ever happened, but maybe just one time he got loose. I don't even know. I think that maybe it was witches that he was protecting you from the people that would take gifted children like right. us. And turn them into cult leaders too soon. Right. Okay. Ahead of their time. Yeah, they were gonna. They were gonna make us something else. Um, yeah. Fuck. Have you ever witnessed a miracle? I don't know. Uh, this, this is. Uh, it's gonna seem unrelated. I'll explain it. Is that uh, just talking about witches and stuff and things that you can believe when you're a dumb fucking? No, that's kid. related. We can't be a cult if we don't have a miracle. Right. That's true. Um, go ahead. Was uh, I was standing in line at a fucking restaurant once to go to brunch like I do. And this guy started talking to me about the dog. And uh, I was like, oh, this is just a friendly conversation. We're just having a friendly conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, he was with this large group. And then the girls, like, one of the girls in the group was like gesturing, like, oh, hey, come on, come on, over here, over here, here. And he goes, oh, okay. And she hands him this giant bag of these fucking, like, Live Strong bracelet looking things, like little rubber bracelets. Mm-hmm. And the guy walks back, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck's 
well, what, what's this? And uh, in his hand, I noticed that the, all the bracelets were like, lifts through Christ and through the Christ. I was like, oh, no, oh, oh no. no. I thought that's not what I'm into, man. And the guy's like, have you ever uh, have you ever thought about your Lord and Savior? And I was like, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm pure atheist. And he's like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah, me and the dog. You know, like we're both just, <laughs> this has gone fucking sour. Get lost, you know. And uh, he was like, oh, well, you know, I mean, um, you know, I, it, miracles are real and all this other shit's real. I was like, uh, I mean, magic tricks are real. I can I can agree to that. He's like, no, I've seen them. I was like, yeah, and I saw David Blaine encased in a block of ice. Like, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to fucking base my life around that shit. He's like, well, that's demonic magic. And I was like, well, uh, oh, no. Like, what the fuck? What, what, what world do you live in? Like, uh, that's how far we're going to go with this? An illusion. Dave, yeah, yeah, Dave Blaine's a fucking demon. Like, what, what, what don't you believe in then? Werewolves? Fucking. I'm a demon, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was just like, I was like, fuck, like, is that, how can that be the world you live in? Like, it took me a while to break free of my irrational fear of witches. Uh, but, <laughs> you're going to drag me back you're down, fucking kicking bring and screaming? You're going to bring me back into that shit? I'm not going to fucking let you do it. Oh, man. I uh, all the time. But he, did he tell you the miracle? No, I think he was. Did you just fucking anticlimactic this thing up? It's, anti- it's like, going to be an anticlimactic. That's it. That's the gist of it. Uh, and then he just started going down a path where it got real weird after that. Because then he's like, well, then he then he just kept sitting next to me, and he just wanted to keep talking. I was like, I, uh, you're probably up the wrong tree, man. Stop. And he'd just be like, oh yeah, you know. And I don't think he even had an out for it either. Because he just kept talking and talking. I was like, yeah, I don't believe any of that shit. And he's like, well, you know, I've, like I've read the book of. I read about evolution, and it just doesn't really make sense. I was like, yeah, it's because you probably don't understand it. You're probably too stupid. That's probably not... <laughs> well... Probably don't get yeah. it. Uh, we don't need to talk about this anymore. Um, it doesn't make then, sense. That's good. There's people whose like, entire careers are based yeah, 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 yeah. on... Like, I, I'm sure like, well, you, you, you seem to have got a good grasp on an 18-year-old kid who doesn't know his ass from a hole in the ground. By all means, I, I, should, I should do what you uh, say. And then I, I don't think he knew how he was going to end it, so... We get taken to our table. He's still following, talking. He's like, do you mind if I pray over the food? And I was like... <laughs> Do whatever the fuck you like. I mean, I don't know. if you want to whisper a fucking blessing over this shit, that's fine. You know, uh, cast your wizard spell. But I, I'm just here for some fucking eggs. Like, I don't know. Hey, we pray. We always pray at our gatherings. Yeah, but that's, I think that's satire. Oh, <laughs> I'm always, I, I'm doing it ironically. I don't know what you're doing. I'm going to tell Jason. Oh, don't do do that. Because <laughs> he cares. Um Fuck, you want to start this stupid podcast? I don't know where we're at. I don't yeah, know yeah, at. yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what. I don't need a big flashy miracle before we get in Texas, then we'll do it. I don't need a big flashy miracle. I know what kind of weird thoughts are in my head, and the fact that anyone is willing to be my friend or talk to me is miracle enough. Oh, Praise Jesus. Think, what, was that, what was that Larry David quote? I think every erection is a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. Um, Way too many miracles. As a, yeah. Still. Just uncomfortable miracles. I wake up to a miracle every day. (laughs) I don't. Not anymore. My heart's not as good as it used to be. (laughs) Exodus chapter one. (laughs) This this is, uh, well, if you're sticking around after all that shit, uh, this is a Revelations podcast. Uh, Episode 13. 13. Lucky 13. through it. I'm Grant DeVoice. I'm Cole Delusky. God, you just... You're, why do you not like saying? Oh, your I just don't anymore? like me in general. I don't know why it's the sound of it. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, so yeah, this is this is episode thirteen. We knocked out Genesis in uh, in about tw- in twelve episodes. If you don't include our recap, now we're starting Exodus. Exodus is the start of the life of Moses, as you're going to find out in a second. We're going to be with this dude for a long time, so I'm just going to say, put on your Moses T-shirt. 
and put your Moses seatbelt on and buckle it into your little Moses car because we're, go- we're going to Moses land. <laughs> you know what's weird is I felt like um, the story of Moses was one that I had a really firm grasp on. Like more so than Genesis, more so even than than Jesus. I feel like Moses is like the one everyone fucking knows about because uh, there was the Rugrats Hanukkah, or is it left Passover? It's Passover. There was the uh-huh. Rugrats Passover special. I felt like that gave me a pretty a lot of useful information. Um, well, Moses has so many cool little stories that you can tell as a one off. Yeah. Uh, there was that scene from what. Ferris Bueller where uh, that guy's in bed and he's like, "Let my people go," you know. Uh, my mom used to quote fucking Ten Commandments all the time, you know. Let it be written. Yeah, I bet. Some shit. So she hates. And then you. I actually read the shit, and I'm like, I don't remember any of this. None of this is making sense. Um, well, this part at the beginning is probably the least. I mean, the baby in the back. Wait, okay, let's spoil alert. Right? Let's just talk about it. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, let's, we'll, let, we'll talk let, about this. Let's at not the cover because I, I do want to kind of. I, I, let, let's let's do it right. So I was talking to. Missy and other people about it, and I, I know you were. We were at, when we were finishing Genesis. We were talking about how like um, Genesis kind of ends with like a and happily ever after. Egypt was saved. The Jews are like fucking great. Everyone's happy. The end. And then it, it kind of Exodus. Exodus starts off with sight. Yeah, yeah. Exodus <laughs> kind of mentions. That for some reason the Egyptians are not fans of the, the Israelites anymore, and I never understood. It just kind of explained that, like, oh yeah, by the way, everyone's slaves and everyone hates them. And I'm like, okay, but why? But why? And I don't. It does it explains it. It explains it a little bit, but it explains it just that they felt threatened. And we'll get to that. But I think I have a little bit more backstory. Okay, I mean it's xenophobia, but yeah, go ahead. It it is. I mean everything's under the sort of the the general gist of xenophobia. But check this out. So, first of all, the evidence of Joseph existing is there's no historicity to it. I know you said you point to the Hyksos people. Hicks, the Hyksos. Yeah, which, again, I didn't say it was him. Okay. I said that's what a lot of people hang their little fucking Well, on. okay. So, I did a little bit more research. Uh, a lot of people state that the time frame that Joseph is supposed to take place in is, like, 1899 B.C., um, which predates the Hyksos people by like uh, 100, 200 years. There was a Canaanite people. There was a, there was an immigration of Canaanites into Egypt that uh, settled in the eastern delta and created the 14th dynasty of Egypt, which was distinct from the pharaoh's dynasty kind of deal. So there just happened to be like a second, uh, a, a large group of people in the Eastern Nile area, which kind of matches with Joseph's story, but they were not the Hyksos people, and they never really rose to power. They just kind of had their own little thing going on. Gotcha. About 100, 200 years later, the Hyksos people, who were also Semite and from Canaanite, entered Egypt and usurped the throne, and they fucking took over Egypt and had their own separate dynasty distinct from the original one. Yeah, they're like the Normans. Um, They were eventually kicked out and then a new dynasty took over that is the dynasty that is sort of what we assume is the one in charge during the Moses story. Okay. So the reason why people hate the Israelites, it, it's kind of like um, because they're also Semitic, but they are distinct from the Hyksos people. 
Okay, but they're from that they're, corner. They're from that area. They're both Semites, kind of like the way the Ammonites and the Moabites are technically Semites and the uh, the uh, the Edomites and shit like that. It's like the way that one of these guys here in Texas that's like wearing a MAGA hat and protect and like protesting at the border and wanting to build the right. wall. Yeah, mostly they hate Mexicans. <laughs> but there's, it's a, if you show up and you're Honduran, you're not going to get any points exactly. either. You know, you're all like, just the wrong color. Yeah, yeah, you're from down you're there. You're from down there. You wear hats, you yeah, eat tacos, yeah, yeah. stay out, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah okay, that makes that. sense. So, so that's part of the reason why there's so much anti-Semitism is because they just got finished usurping this other fucking coup. And they're like, hey, that's not us. That's not. We're not the same dudes. They're like, ah, hey, you got the same goofy language and the same stupid hats, you know? Like, fucking, we hate you. Yeah. That's fair. So, so it's a special. It's an actually focused xenophobia. It's specifically uh, anti-Semitism. Yeah, but a kind of a that doesn't catch on in the world, thank goodness. <laughs> but a kind of a justified anti-Semitism. I mean, you kind of have. I'm, well, the Hicksos were yeah, dicks. The Hicksos were the Dixos. Di- you know, like um, I'm going to call them the Dixos. You know, like uh, <laughs> the Dixos. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> got him. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of a, a, an analogy that doesn't hit too close to home. You know, <laughs> like. <if> a, <laughs> That's what analogies are supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. Like, imagine a bunch of uh, Syrians coming to your country, you know, Syrian refugees, and they overthrow your government. And then there's a bunch of Lebanese. They're like, but we're not them. You're like, we're like, you get out, too. We fucking hate you guys, too. Like, we're distinct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not the same as So basically guys. the exact analogy I used earlier. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Well, uh, yeah. So it says specifically, though, that the problem is that they're exceeding and they're being fruitful. And that's making, I think, I think part of it's that they're being jealous. Now, you went with, like, the actual historical reason. As it's written here in the Bible, uh, we're, t- we're talking about uh, verse 6 now. Joseph and all of his brother, uh, all his generation died. The Israelites were exceedingly fruitful. They multiplied greatly, increased in numbers. They were becoming so numerous that the land was filled with, filled with um, them. So My Bible states that this takes a place approximately 430 years after the end of Genesis. So Okay, mine doesn't even say that. Well, think, this is the concordance. This is then the actual uh, Bible. Gotcha. But so, yeah, it's it's there's been 400 years of procreation. These guys are like rabbits, fucking rich little rabbits. rabbits. Um, in that, and as we mentioned, in that time, the old pharaoh was, uh, his line was destroyed by the Hyksos people. A new pharaoh's come in, and he didn't, he doesn't know the fucking shit. And why would he? Like, why would he care? Be like, hey, remember 400 years ago, there was a, a Semite that could interpret dreams? He's like, I don't. That was sort of cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, here's, here's one of my favorite Fucking! I don't even know contradictions. It's not a. It's not an internal contradiction. It's a personal contradiction. This man has this pharaoh. Okay. I love this shit. So it says, you know, all, all these people, all these people of Joseph, all these uh, Jewish people are procreating and making kind of their own big ass clan that's like separate from the Egyptian people. They're having their own and councils so the king... where they have uh, laws that they <laughs> the people. Wow. Okay. Yeah. There we go. So, uh, so the king notices this. He didn't give a shit about Joseph. And so he says to his people, he's like, look, we must deal, and it says in my Bible, shrewdly with them, or they will become even more numerous. Yeah. Right? So that let's that we're setting this up. He wants to deal with this problem shrewdly, which to me means carefully, you gotta be smart, slow, t- even tempered, right? Okay. The next verse, right? Check verse eleven. So they put slave masters over them to oppress them with forced labor. <laughs> what the fuck? How's that shrewd? Um, <laughs> you just take it yeah, over. So 
That's like, Exodus. Like, I'm going to sneak in and rob this bank, <laughs> and you go in with a baseball bat, and you just knock everyone out. Yeah, we have to do it. Guys, we have to be real careful. They just start lighting dynamite, and they're like, here we go. <laughs> no more Israelites. Um, specifically, it states that uh, in Genesis 1.10, uh, uh, let us deal shrewd with them, lest in the event of war that they also join our enemies and fight against us, and so go up out of the land. So my Bible says that they're talking about the Hyksos people. But they're like, we have to crush the Israelites because of the Hyksos people who we just kicked the fuck out come back. Yeah. They're natural allies. The Jews. Yeah, the Jews might have I think it's them. like, uh, remember when Voldemort... Uh, was like going to the Giants and like no one really hates the Giants but the Giants are natural allies to Voldemort you know you gotta get rid of them somehow yes. you gotta kick the shit out of those guys you know cause they're ugly cause they're ugly and their penises make them um, feel inferior they do um, so yeah I still think though that is that your move like are you gonna take all your slave labor and like have them hate you like why not you could have maybe used a little more carrot a little less stick yeah, that's all i'm yeah. saying you could have like offered like a fucking um like a like taco tuesday you know yeah like i would rather be the fair that's like hey by the way fucking tacos every tuesday and all the israelites are like fuck yeah man tacos every tuesday this is great fair in the world yeah, yeah. I mean, this. I would say that this event, this decision to make them slaves, is what directly led to the Arab Spring. <laughs> Eventually, uh, yeah, I mean, if you connect the dots, ultimately, yeah, they're beating up some fucking cabbage salesman. Um, yeah. So hmm. he puts taskmasters over. So he basically forcibly tries to enslave them, sends some taskmasters over them, and has them build the cities of Pithom and Ramses. Distinct, not not the same as Ramesses. Literally, Ramses. Yes. Um, and these are to store, they're storage cities. So they're also built, I read, they're built near the border, right, to where the enemies would come from. It's kind of a fortress situation here. Uh, not um, smart. Yeah, but whatever. I guess it worked. We're going to make these Germans build the Maginot Line, and that's how we're going to get back at them. Yeah, more or less. So they have the... Uh, they have these cities, they're, they're making them basically make brick and mortar all day long, right? They're putting bricks down, laying down mortar. That's all the Jews get to do now. It's a pretty shitty situation, but that's not even enough for old Pharaoh, well, old I King I mean, Egypt. just no matter what he does, these guys just keep multiplying. Whatever, these, whatever you want to do to these Israelites, whatever you may say about them, they know how to fuck. Yeah, and good on them. They're just like... Everyone. Yep. That's... So... That won't the be whole a thing is like, man, we just want to keep their numbers down so that they don't pose a threat. But no matter what you do, baby, these Israelites, they popping out kids. So th- he, he decides to address that specifically, right? He's got them enslaved now, but they're still multiplying. You got to cut them off at the source. <laughs> so apparently this is this part of the story is a little weird, but he gets two Hebrew midwives. I don't know if they're all if there were only two or how this works. But he gets uh, Shifra he gets two, and Pua, the two leaders, or whatever. The, the two midwives, which we'll call them the top wives. They're not <laughs> mid to middle tier. Uh, and so he's he's like, yeah, you guys are helping. I know you're helping the, the Hebrews out with childbirth. Here's what I want you to do. This is a small ask. This is a small ask. He's uh, like, he just brings them in there and be like, hey, can I ask a favor? <laughs> Come on. Anytime that uh, the little baby pops out and it's a boy, just strangle it. Yeah. That's all. Bash its head against just the rock, it. you know. <laughs> Make sure the parents don't notice, you know. No big deal. Just be like, oh, it's another dead one. Shot, I don't know. Put it into a tree. No, what's funny is that it says uh, the midwives feared God. And so 
for that reason, they didn't listen to him and they let the boys live. Convenient, but yeah. <laughs> Which is, here's the stupid thing. Why did it, is fearing God really the reason? Like, for instance, uh, you are, let's say that you're an obstetrician, okay. right? And you, you, you deliver babies all day. And the governor of Florida comes to you. He's like, hey, uh, there's too many women. I need you to start choking out all the little <laughs> girl babies when they're born. And you're like, well, I'm a doctor, so no, I'm not going to do that. I need you to get a I mean, five-gallon really say- tub of applesauce and just dunk them. <laughs> <laughs> and so then your friends come in because they're having their first right. baby. And sure enough, it's a little girl. Is it because you fear God that you don't strangle the baby? Or is it just because you're not a piece of shit? I, I think it's interesting because uh, I've-, I've heard the argument before that, like, um, you know, atheists without God, what's keeping them from uh, being so evil? And this Bible kind of like is like, well, uh, the midwives probably have no issue with murdering children, literally the opposite <laughs> of their fucking job. Like, like, what are the odds that a midwife, a person whose entire job is to deliver living children, <laughs> who chooses that profession is like, oh, yeah, I would fucking murder all the kids in the world at the drop of a hat. I mean, how'd you... Finally, Pharaoh gave me an excuse. How'd you know that that's all I ever wanted to do? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, like, it it just couldn't be that the midwives are just like, no, that's a shit fucking plan. Why would I do that, you know? Uh, I'm a mid-bortionist But according to the Bible, wink, um, the midwives feared God, and they, uh, betrayed the king, and we're like, no, 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 we're just gonna save him. Uh, and the king comes back, and he's like, hey, I noticed that, like, I fucking told you guys to keep, uh, murder all the male babies, and I keep seeing male babies. Uh, what, uh, what the fuck's the deal there, you know? Connect the dots. I thought we were cool. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were a heartless murderer willing to kill the children of your friends and family. I'm going to take your name off the project because you haven't done the work that I asked you. Docking your pay. Uh, But the midwives say to Pharaoh, the Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women, for they are lively and give birth before we can get to them, you know? So So why does your job exist then? (laughs) So you are the two Hebrew midwives. <laughs> oh, yeah. What is your entire job? Uh, well, we deliver birth for the uh, Israelites. They're like, okay, why didn't you kill the kids? Ah, uh, the Israelites don't need us at all. Like, <laughs> Ever. They need a fucking consultant in there because there's a lot of fucking outsourcing that I would do in downsizing. Well, that's so terrible. Fucking fair. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm the apple farmer. Well, go give me some apples. Well, there there are no apple trees in Egypt, sir. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck is your job? What, are, what would you say it is you do all day? <laughs> I just watch uh, babies get bored with my binoculars. It's just, it's just, it's just the midwives <laughs> running to and from at full space. They just get to the door like, ah, oh, fuck! Well, and they hear the cry like, fuck! Oh, there's another baby across. One day town. I'm gonna and catch one of these yeah. babies. Fuck. So Pharaoh takes things into his own hands again, behaving very shrewdly <laughs> and carefully. Uh, He's like, all right, all right. Uh, from now, oh, so first I should I should mention got, because of their. Uh, their uh god's like you did me a favor because, and he uh, he they uh, yeah. yeah he appreciates that they didn't kill all the babies so he's like that's that was pretty legit of you <laughs> that was very cash money of you uh and so he gave them families of their own which i guess is all a woman could ever dream yeah, right. of having now you get to have babies not just not watch them be delivered because you're too slow um so the pharaoh's like all right fuck that didn't work so he commands all of the egyptians Every son who is born to the uh, Israelites, throw them into the fucking river, and every daughter you shall save alive. Which is, I don't know which is worse. Like, you, Checkmate. Yeah, you're like, That's what he said. We throw away all the men, but we keep the women so we can fuck them. Like, yeah, you're, you seem like you've earned it. You seem like you deserve to have sex with the Hebrew women. 
he's definitely I think they kept the women just because they could work or something. Or I guess they can be sold in, as sex slaves or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's something horrible. I'm sure it's specific. No doubt it was. I mean, ugly. they make that they make that decision all the time. I mean, uh, like when uh, oh, like Shakem, like yeah, when Levi and Simeon murdered yeah, everybody, yeah. they're like, yeah, we keep the women. But they kept the women. Know? Like you don't, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird though because I thought, uh, don't you don't Jewish people like follow things matrilineally? I, I thought that was a thing. Maybe that's I know not I've later. heard that. I know that Jewish is passed on through true. the maternal line, but yeah. Anyway, I mean, I don't know if those rules exist reason. right now because if he really wanted to kill the Israelites, well, yeah, it definitely doesn't exist right now because just throw all the babies in the river. I mean, you know, at this at this point, the line is definitely maintained through the male line. You know, we don't even give a fuck about Dina. We just care about uh, Levi, Simeon, and them all. Precisely, you know? precisely. Yeah, there's no mention of women really. Um, Except when they have kids, and then only briefly. So, so that's chapter one. That sets up. That is the setting, right? So that now we know what the fuck is happening in Egypt that makes Moses important. This is where he's born into. This is the situation. Raw. Um, so a man of the house of Levi took a wife, a daughter of Levi. So these two Levites um, descended from a murdering son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, John Wick. Yeah. Uh, the woman conceived. Uh, so this, these two Levites get married. They have a kid, uh, and they saw that he was a beautiful child, and she hid him for three months. But when she could no longer hide him, she built an ark, uh, daubed it with asphalt and pitch to waterproof it. She knows what she's doing, uh, and then put the child in it, laid it in the reeds by the river's bank. Um. He's just cosplaying Noah. Yeah, I was going to say, it's exactly, it's a little mini fucking ark. And I think it even calls it that, yeah. It calls it a papyrus basket Uh, of mine. mine, um, But that's because I don't have the fucking old English version of the Bible. Um, So so, Now now we know what baskets are, so we don't have to call everything that floats an ark. So (laughs) the Bible that I've got specifically says his sister is watching this shit go down. And her, I thought her sister. No, Moses' sister. Little sister. Um, Genesis 2, oh yeah, 4, read that shit. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. So Moses yeah. has an older sister. My Bible identifies her as Miriam. I don't know why. Um, yes, she comes into play So later. his older sister, Miriam, sees this shit, sees him floating off, and decides to follow him down the river. Uh, the daughter of Pharaoh is down there bathing in the river. Her maidens are all walking along, and she sees the ark, and she goes to pick it up. And when she opened it, she sees this fucking crying baby. She has compassion and goes, shit, this is one of the Hebrew children. Yes. Here's my question about Miriam. She's following along, right? right? She's going down the river, watching her brother float. I can't imagine they get a lot of entertainment back in those days. Do you think she's just waiting for it to get hit by a crowd? <laughs> I was going to say, I was expecting some kind of like that scene from It. <laughs> yeah. Also, parallel. okay, I watched Into the Spider-Verse okay. you know, a few days ago. It, right. Great flick. All you need to know for this reference is that there's multiple universes, which you can probably pick up from the title. So I'm thinking there's a universe out there somewhere where Pharaoh's daughter didn't find him, but he instead got adopted by crocodiles. And the Jewish people are actually like... Lizard people. (gasps) (laughs) That was... Whoa. (laughs) But now that you mention it, maybe that's that's where all the white supremacists get the idea. Parallel universe leakage. It would be cool, though, like if he was like Mowgli, 
That would be cool. Race. Imagine, and then came back with like a crocodile fighting. This is style a completely re- uh, stupid fucking tangent we're on, but yes, it would be cool if they if they rewrote the Jungle Book where it's Moses being raised by crocodiles. Great. And then fighting, and then fighting. Egypt. Holy shit! Let's All write that movie where a he's a he's a Levite, where a, so he where a lizard Levite. Uh, rises against Pharaoh and with his crocodile brethren still kills a whole shit ton of people. That'd be great. Yeah. So I'm where sure. were we in this dumb shit? So his sister. Yeah. So Pharaoh Pharaoh's daughter picked him up. She's the one uh, that finds him. His sister's been she followed. Says, him. Oh, sh-. The sister goes to the Pharaoh's daughter and goes, "Oh, hey, it looks like you got a baby on your hands. Uh, I know a lady who's nursing you, who's Hebrew. You should just get her to do it." Here's something interesting about this. Uh, before we get too far, this origin story right here, up to where we're at mm-hmm. at least, is almost the exact story of Sargon of Akkad, who was like the first uh, Akkadian ruler way before this story took place in the 24th century BC, uh, which would be before this, right? Yeah, this, this is, is now where this, this is uh, attributed 19... to the early 1400 BC. Yeah, so about like 500 years before that, Sargon of Akkad has this exact same origin story. Uh, in brief, <laughs> um, it, it's like uh, it's like, hey, uh, can I copy your homework? Yeah, but change a few things so people will notice. Yeah, his birth legend is that his mother was this, uh, a high priestess, just like in this story. Moses's dad is a Levite, so a priest. Um, he's in the city. He's it's on the bank of the Euphrates. His high priestess mother conceived him, secretly bore him, put him in a basket in the rushes, and then uh, the like gardener of the king Aki found him, and he was raised. In the basically in the kingdom, like with the king's household, so it's kind of a the same thing that ends up happening here with Moses. Just a fun fact, not really relevant. Well, very I mean relevant, it's relevant, but not when you start talking about did it happen. But yeah, I think we're kind of already. So that's a lot of fun, Sargon. <laughs> what a guy! Um, that's a cool name too. It's better than Moses. Yeah. Why are we reading this dumb shit when we could be reading about Sargon? We could be reading about Sargon and reading about Sargon. Um. So, so yeah, she knows that the baby needs to be nursed. So she se- she sends out for a Hebrew woman to well, nurse it. She sends of out course. Miriam to go find a woman, and Miriam knows. So what's she up. brings Moses's mom, and is like, "Oh yeah, I can nurse that kid." And the daughter's like, "All right, well, shit." Uh, the Pharaoh's daughter is like, "All right, well, how about I pay you?" So it's kind of the old. I don't even know what what, what is this part. Um. I mean, it's very like a it's like a reads like a parable Fairy or something. Or some it's shit, cute. Yeah. I mean, it is cute. Yeah. So she's like, "Oh yeah, I just happen to ha- be you know with milk right now, and let me just cut this placenta these, off real yeah, quick." You see, <laughs> you see these dripping tits with bite marks, and like the mom's looking, at, like the, the the pharaoh's daughter's looking at Moses' teeth, and being like, "What the fuck? <laughs> hold on, hold the fuck." I don't think you hold had teeth yet. But... Phone. What are we doing? You know. Um, <laughs> So this is cool. She gets to at least be with her baby for a yeah. while until, it's of course, like she's old enough situation. <laughs> not to nurse anymore. Uh, yes. Yeah, so the irony is that Moses' mother gives up her kid and then, I don't know, f- through God's will, I guess we can call it, um, ends up getting some fucking payment to nurse her own kid. So she's making out like a bank. You know, she's like a... She, the old double double the old dipper. Double dipper. You know? <laughs> yeah, she uh, she needs to. Uh, this is she's what Republicans picture whenever they go vote for their favorite candidate. <laughs> uh, yeah, Just she's getting paid to nurse her own kid. She's scamming the system. She's gaming them all. Uh, so good for her. Yeah, I'm proud of her. 
So they name him Moses at this point, which means I drew him out of the water, apparently. Um, interesting enough, my Bible has a concordance that says that Moses is actually uh, makes sense in both Hebrew and Egyptian. Uh, it's just one of those words Another that works in both languages. Um, in Hebrew, it means child. Or to the Egyptians, Moses means child or son, whereas the actual uh, Hebrew would kind of mention it as like saying he, from the water. Yes, which is convenient. Yeah, good for them. <laughs> yeah, which is convenient. Um, it's like, like all these names mean exactly. It's like a Native American names, you know. Like, like it means he who I don't know wanders any. the desert. Like he oh, does yeah, wander yeah, the yeah. desert. How the fuck? How lucky was that name? <laughs> he loves wandering the desert, and he has that. You saw this coming. Jeez, what are the odds of that? Well, they didn't name him until this point, so that's okay. Yeah. Um, now, the next part of the chapter gets into him already. Basically, a, a young He's man. He's a grown dude. But there's there's something I want to tell before that. I'm going to go pull from kind of a, a rabbinic text. So Josephus, you've probably heard of him, right? He's a famous historian. No. Um, he was one of the only non-biblical accounts of Jesus. Oh, okay. Then I have heard about of him. At the time. When we talk about... Yeah. Uh, when we get to the New Testament, I have actually some shit about Yeah. That. So he wrote on Jewish antiquities as well. And there's a story that he told that's not here in our Bible of Moses when he was a toddler, right? So it's completely, his toddler life is completely skipped in this story. So I just want to tell this story. It's very interesting. Is that he's a little boy, he can barely walk, and Pharaoh's daughter takes him into like the royal court to introduce him to the to her dad or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like and he, as like kind of like being a sweet old man, he like lets the kid wear the crown for a Ooh. second. And it falls on the ground and he steps on it. Moses does. Uh-huh. Now, this is seen as, like, a bad omen, right? So the, the king's wizard or whatever the fuck he was <laughs> is like, oh, you got to kill this baby. Stat. Like, cut its head off. A reasonable just, this is like, response, yes. Yeah. He's like, this is the one they foretold of. Like, this is the one that's going to get you, which is, yeah, well, it is what it is. So, Because who would have thought like, that if you okay. put a crown on a four-month-old baby? <laughs> that... <laughs> well, he's walking, so he's, like, whatever. four years, maybe. Wait a minute. So he, I... the, you fucking, you've been rock, walking for a while. By the time you're four, you're already speaking at that point. Sure, he's a toddler. Yeah, he's a toddler. Though. Yeah. He's a dumb so kid. you got a kid who's unsteady on his feet. Oh, I wonder if he'll wear a fucking crown. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So the, here's what they come up with. The, obviously, the daughter's like, "No, don't kill him. Like, yeah, he's obviously. kind of my baby." <laughs> and so the the pharaoh's wizard is like, "All right, I got a plan. Here's how we'll find out. This is how you. Apparently, this is the baby test. <laughs> okay. Right. It, I hope he didn't make this up on the spot. He's like, "Look, I'm gonna get some gold." And some coal, and we'll get a platter with coal and a platter with gold, and we'll bring it out to him. And it's a burning hot coal, right? Okay. Now, if the baby picks up the gold, then he's smart, and we'll know he stepped on your crown on purpose. If he picks up the coal, <laughs> then we'll know he's just a dumb baby. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> okay. So, so it says that in the story that they bring the gold, they bring the coal. Obviously, he's a dumb baby, but he's not fully dumb, so he starts to reach for the gold. But it says an angel of the Lord guided his hand, made him pick up the coal and put it in his mouth and burn his tongue. And that's why he talks funny later oh on in the story. <laughs> Have, I'm going to I'm going to go down a fucking YouTube rabbit hole trying to find a baby eating a hot piece of coal. <laughs> I got to know if that would just work. go to just go step on. Go to <laughs> go to Egypt right now. Step on the Pharaoh's crown okay, and they'll okay. make you I was just going to steal my neighbor's baby. <laughs> they still do that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But flying to Egypt also makes sense. Um, 
<laughs> it's easier. Okay, great. Um, so some time has passed after all that bullshit. Uh, Moses has grown, and he's he knows he's Hebrew. Everyone knows he's Hebrew. And he's walking around, and he sees an Egyptian beating a Hebrew. Um, and he goes, oh, shit. And he looks around. He looks. He sees no one's watching. And he just goes and fucking murks that fucking Egyptian. Uh this is a, a child of Levi, so it yeah, makes sense. he's a Levite, so killing people is just bones. in his blood, you know? They're savages. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he kills the True. dude and buries him in the sand. Um, Naturally. Yeah. And then the next day... Which is where you bury everything yeah, in Yeah, like, what are you going to do? Uh, bury it under, like, <laughs> like well, yeah, it's all sand. You probably don't even have to bury him. You just leave him out long enough and, you know, the wind will just take Just kick the sand it. around yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, It's all this fucking work. Um, now this is interesting. So the next day he goes out and he sees two Hebrew men fighting and he's like, you guys are always, it's all this Hebrew on Hebrew crime. That's what we really had to focus on. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, he goes, Hey, Hey, what the fuck? Why are you guys fighting? And then they go, who made you prince and judge over us? Do you intend to kill me as you did the Egyptian? So, so Moses <laughs> Uh, sees an Egyptian beating the shit out of one of his brethren, fucking John Wicks' his ass. The next day, he sees two Hebrews fighting amongst themselves, and he's like, hey, uh, you guys uh, you guys should stop fighting. They're like, what are you, you some Uncle Tom little bitch? Get the fuck out of here. They just fucking tell him to get lost. Like, we saw you kill a guy. You gonna do it to us, too? That's a bold thing to say for someone within Levi yeah. range. <laughs> like, you, <laughs> are you really gonna fucking tip this guy? He's just pulling like, the sword and be like, are you circumcised? Because <laughs> Fucking think I won't. I'm a fucking cold blooded killer. I'm fucking thug life. Uh, so Moses goes, Oh shit. If these two Hebrews know, then fucking everybody knows, you know? Which is stupid though, because obviously the Hebrews know the guy that he killed was beating a yeah, Hebrew. Yeah, duh. I mean, so the, I, I don't know. What the uh, fuck? Uh, anyway, but we won't either go way. That. Pharaoh hears about this shit and he goes, Oh fucking, I knew this guy was fucking shit. I fucking hate <laughs> Hebrews anyway, just naturally. Uh, I should have killed him even though he passed the Yeah, we're test. lions and hyenas. I knew it wasn't going to work. Um, so he goes to kill Moses. Uh, but Moses, he's, he's at least smart enough to get the fuck out of there. And he goes mm-hmm. to the land of Midian. Now, um, the Midianites are mentioned because they're the people. They're one of the... Um, when They invented that extra low-quality music. That doesn't have any lyrics. MIDI files. Shut the fuck up! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was gonna. I was just gonna be like, let's edit it out. But I want you to know, I hate you. Uh, Jesus Christ! Great. Uh, I was actually gonna do some shit, but I'm glad we had the time for that joke. Uh, You're welcome. So, if you recall, when um the brothers of Jacob. When the sons of Jacob go to sell Joseph, they sell him to some Ishmaelites, uh, who then sell him to Midianites and Medianites, and then eventually to the Pharaoh, or some other order. Yes. The Medianites are the sons of Keturah, who was the concubine of Abraham. So these are still Semitic people, but they're, they're Abraham's people, but they're whore kids, you know, so they're probably not circumcised. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yes, but it does say that they followed the true God, at least in mine. That they do follow Abraham's God. I mean, well, it would make sense. Apparently. Because uh, they yeah. are descended from Abraham. 
by whore. Um, yes. So they're like Baptists and Methodists. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Americanized. Uh, so you understand. So he flees to the he flees to Midian, and a priest of the Midian had seven dollars, and he like shows up there and he see, it's kind of like a seven daughters. You definitely just said dollars. I just want to clear. Great. He has seven. He might have had seven bucks too. I don't oh, fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So he flees, and this is kind of like a weird. It's kind of like a, a reversal of the uh, Isaac's wife story, Rebecca story. Yeah, I mean it has some similarities in that where they meet and all that. Is that he? But it's not. He too goes to the well. He sees seven. So Moses is hanging out in Midian. He flees. He sees um, the seven daughters drawing water to feed their flock, and then some other shepherds come and they're like trying to beat them off. You know, like hey, get the fuck out of here! This is our water. And uh, Moses yeah. stands up and uh, helps them water their flock. Yeah, because obviously we know that. That's what it takes. He's ready to kill again. <laughs> he's like, I got the fucking taste for blood, motherfucker. You guys better not. Do you think he has like an Egyptian scalp, like on his lapel? <laughs> like, he just has. He just I has did? a little strip of skin with some eyeliner on it, and they're like, "Fuck is that?" <laughs> nice. Um, or maybe he got tattoos. So this is weird, but <clears throat> my Bible brushes it off. So they go to their father, who's named Ruel. Let's not say that name again. We'll just say dad from now on because I don't like it. Uh, and and they come back and the dad's like, hey, what the fuck? I just sent you guys out here. How are you guys already here? And they're like, oh, an Egyptian guy saved us from some nasty shepherds and helped us water the flock. And he just goes, what? And you just left him there? What the fuck? Bring him in here. Let's give him some bread. You guys are such dumb bitches. Fucking get him. Hell yeah, dad. I like yeah. dad. He's like, fuck. He's like, and you just left him there? Like, yeah. That guy that. How rude. Some guy just wanders in, helps you, fights off a couple of guys. And uh, waters your sheep, and you just go, yeah, thanks, bro, thanks for that. And you just walk off. You don't give them a, you know, what are you doing? They were being chased. <laughs> just, All right, they didn't want to lead he, them on. Rule is just like, man, nice guys finish last. You gotta, I gotta, cut, I gotta help a brother out. I'm not gonna let him do this shit. Um, so they bring Moses in. That's all it takes. Moses suddenly lives. And naturally, they get yeah. married instantly. Yeah, he gives a it's... Zipporah to Moses. One of which is a sweet it name. Is a great name. Zippo, we'll call yeah. her. Zippo. Um, and she bore him a son who she called Gershom. Ugh. And that's not a good he name. He said, I have been a stranger in a foreign land. I don't, you know, cool. Is What does the name mean? Does it say here? Um, B. Gershom sounds like Hebrew for a foreigner there. That's a good way, good way to set up your kid for yeah. success. Uh, what, what, what's, what's your name? Uh, outsider. Oh, great. Yeah, I'm outcast. <laughs> Actually, that's a badass <laughs> yeah, name. Yeah, that's a great name. Fuck, I should have yeah, thought of that. Idiot. Um, so he does this. He, he's got the kid now. He's basically all set. He's in a new place. Um, he's, I think, done with Egypt. He's not even fucking looking yeah, back. He's, he found. He's like, these are my people. He's, I save them from shepherds that are mean. I have kids with them. Their dad is he's legit. Straight Joseph. He leaves town, bangs a chick, has a kid. He's good to go. Now I want to know what God's doing at this time because it, what it tells us is that it's been a long time. That king died. Yeah. All right. Uh, the one that scared but off the Israelites Moses. are still getting their asses kicked. That didn't stop. Yeah, they're still totally enslaved. And it says, "Then God heard their groaning, and He remembered His covenant with Abraham." <laughs> like, what the fuck was he? What was he doing? He's just sitting there in a lazy boy reading a book next to a candle, and he's just hearing this groaning. He's like, "The fuck is that?" He's like closing the windows. Like, where is that coming from? 
Oh, right. I left Earth. I forgot. I have this whole Earth with people that I made. And uh, what are they up to? Oh, they're getting their asses kicked every goddamn day. Ah, oh, shit. I gotta fucking... But he is, he is a little late, too, because wasn't it only supposed to be 400 years? And it's been like 400, 500 now well, it's almost? Been, so that's why I was saying that Genesis actually is the completion of the covenant with Abraham in that kind of sense. Well, it says here that it's not because he remembers Yeah, the but covenant. it's been over 400 then, years since Joseph has barely. died. So, it has, so now it's we're at like barely. 800 years. Whatever. I know, but I think this is the 400 years so. of persecution. Uh well, clearly it, it is. Wouldn't it be because the Hyksos people have only been gone for like 200 years, 100 years. So they haven't I mean, been suffering like that. No, they th- only very recently have been suffering. I'm not going to look for any more evidence, but I'm pretty sure you're wrong. Yeah, why would you? <laughs> but anyway, so God goes, it's like when you hear like, um, like I have this nightmare all the time, is that you'll just hear barking outside the house and you'll be like, what the fuck? Whose dog is barking? And then I'll be like, oh shit, I left the door open. And you just got to run out there and fucking deal with it, you know? <laughs> like, oh, that's right. Um my dogs yeah, my are barking dogs on the streets. Are barking. Um, so he, so God <clears throat> heard their groaning, and He remembered His covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob, and He looked upon the children of Israel, and God acknowledged them. So I feel like, um, I feel like it's like, like that scene in the movie where like uh, there's like the lone gunslinger who's just been sitting at the bar drinking, and there's just women getting their shit p- punched in. There's fucking guys getting dragged off in the desert. And he's like, that ain't my problem. And then he sees like the one pretty girl get dragged off. He's like, oh, I'm not gonna let that go. That's now. You know, it's like it's like that scene from a. And he and he flips a quarter onto the bar <laughs> and pushes a stool he just, back. He just, yeah, he just he just uh, he just pays the bartender. He's like, I gotta go deal with this shit. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, so so now so now uh, it, it's kind of like. Um, it's like God has been content to watch uh, World War II happening, but now uh, Pearl Harbor's happened. We've, yeah, ooh, nice. <laughs> it's time okay. to get fucking yeah. real. Pearl, we've finally gotten to the point where there was enough groaning, specifically. Pearl Harbor. <laughs> so we go into into chapter three, and it, it it appears that God has decided who He's going to use as His tool to stop the groaning, which I'm guessing is just getting annoying at this point. Yeah. So Moses is now uh, tending the flock of uh, Jethro, his father-in-law? Uh, yeah, Wait so a damn I know in the last fucking chapter, they call him Rule, and not even like 10 verses later, they're like, and then Jethro, like, what the fuck? Uh, Who moved to Appalachia, apparently. Look <laughs> at <laughs> <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Gross. But, um, so, they, so we have Jethro, uh, his hillbilly father-in-law. Um, yeah, my Bible says people often had two names. They, they're like, it's not a contradiction. Of course That's they just what did. They did. Jethro, Rule, same fucking difference. What do you want? <clears throat> so he's leading this flock around. He gets to this mountain called Horeb. Mm-hmm. It's God's mountain. Um, can you wait? Um, read chapter or Exodus three one. Just I want to know what your Bible. Okay, it says now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock on the, to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. So my Bible specifically says that um, Israelites, you know how we kind of have like, uh, we kind of consider north to be the start of the compass rose kind of deal, you know? I don't know if that makes yes. sense. But when, they, yeah. when, when the Israelites are orientating themselves, they consider east to be forward and west to be backwards. And like, um, you know what I mean? And like north to be left and south to be right. Sure, sure. They oriented the so, uh, perpendicular to us. Right. Gotcha. So but when he says, because my Bible says he led them to the back of the desert and came to Horeb, oh, okay. the mountain of God. 
So that would be to yeah, the West. Right. So, so specifically, they're trying to state the the Bible is using you know historical text to basically say that the, according to what the Israelites would have said, they would have said, "Oh, by the way, this means we're headed to the West, to Horeb, gotcha. the mountain of God." It's so hard to look up these biblical places on Google because every fucking little name that's in here, like Horeb, Mount Horeb, of course, is a town in West Virginia. <laughs> like every every biblical name is like. A city in 12 it's different like, states. hey, West Virginia, get your own personality, you know? Like, you don't need to fucking... Yeah, like, <laughs> biblical references is not a yeah, personality, y'all. I don't care how many bracelets you I was trying wearing. to see where Mount Horeb is, but it doesn't uh, really... They, they, it, apparently, it's equivalent to Mount Sinai. They're, they're, they're considered, at sure. least to this Bible, they're like, oh, they, he must have been Mount Sinai. So he's at the mountain. Uh, there's an angel of the Lord that appears to him in the shape of fire. So it's an angel, but it's also fire, and it's also in a bush... And the bush is also not burning. So it's Great a very, things. it's a complex situation here. This is a weird it, fucking bush. Yeah, it's not how bushes are supposed to do. Yeah, like, that's not nice. No, no. And so, obviously, it catches Moses' attention. And it says, Moses specifically, this is the first time we read thoughts, I think. It says, Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight. Why the bush does not burn up. Oh, good idea, Moses. Walk over <laughs> to the fucking creepy bush while you're out alone with the sheep. At the mountain of Horeb. Now, I mean, we're talking about a shepherd who all he's really got going on is sheep all day long. Do you think this is a little overkill? Uh, that yeah, that he could have uh, just like bush. it could have just been like a dude, like hey, <laughs> dude, <I'm> like, yeah, <laughs> right. by the way, I'm God. He just does a fucking magic trick. He just pulls a coin from his ear. He's like, "Fuck, God's here. I can't believe it." Get some more of those coins. Yeah. Um. So it says it was an angel, but then it says the Lord saw that he was over there to look. And God called to him from within the bush, because God's in the bush, too, with the angel. They're hanging out. And he says, Moses, Moses. And Moses, like every Jewish person so far in the story, says, here I am. Right? Isn't <laughs> yeah, that? Everyone yeah, like, fucking says that. Like, God comes down and is like, hey, where are you? And they're like, here I am, God. As if, I don't know. Like, I, and I like to imagine that God doesn't know where they are. Like, it's just like a, <laughs> it's like a radio connection. Like, it's a well, phone. Well, bushes, bushes don't have eyes. Oh my god, you're absolutely right. I just assume it's like a radio. Call. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a ringing public telephone. You just, you just see it you're like what the fuck is this? Ring. You're like hello, and it's like who? This is God. Who's this? Like this is Moses. Here I am, God. It reminds me of one time when uh, I was in college, and we were walking. Me and my little hoodlum friends. We used to walk down the train tracks, right? And we went under this bridge. There was like a road above us, mm-hmm. and we started to go up the side of the like you know the the like incline that the bridge has going down to the railroad we started yeah. running up that incline and a homeless guy just goes i'm up here and <laughs> it was a very here i am like we don't yeah, know who yeah. i is but it got the yeah. point across we didn't go up there we left him alone let him sleep right 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 it reminds Poor me fellow. of this one time i was in an abandoned warehouse you know <laughs> i was just uh there was this uh, drug girl in a wheelchair and i was just pushing around had uh this guy just jumps out of the woods. He's like, here I am to die. And he was naked. I was like, God. Wow. Just like That's the Bible. <laughs> Bible part two. Are you God? <laughs> I, I am now, son. That's what I do anytime someone surprises me. Can this, <laughs> can this be a cult? Yeah. Uh, finding God. So, uh, yeah, Moses is now talking to this bush. Hopefully no one else is around because that would just look so And this is my so favorite dumb. part. Genesis 3, 5. He says, hey, Moses, back the fuck up. Do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off first for the place where you stand is holy ground. So he's kind of doing like the Japanese thing. Yeah. Which yeah, yeah. 
makes sense because he's like, you know, you've been stepping in fucking sheep shit for the last 17 days. Like, you don't. True. I mean, yeah. I don't think his feet are much cleaner, but whatever. Probably not. But yeah, it's a, it's a just a general. Bit. It's just being considerate. You know, you come into a person's house, take off your fucking shoes. You're gonna come yeah. to this bush. Yeah, you don't want to piss off the bush. An angry bush does nine yeah. eleven. I mean, this bush. <laughs> <laughs> Bush is, or Bush, Bush is responsible for a fuck ton of terrorist acts. So <laughs> yeah. if I'm going to be on... Respect the Bush. Respect the Bush. Don't fucking piss Bush off. <laughs> so he does as the Bush commands him, as God commands him. Takes off his sandals. Gets all holy and He's stuff. walking near that Bush, and the Bush is like, you want a fucking war? <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. I'll bring it. Uh, and, then, and then he tells Moses. So Moses, is, I feel like, is out of touch with the Hebrew faith. He just probably right? thinks he's tripping balls. Yeah. He, well, he knows that he's a Hebrew, but I don't think that he knows about Hebrew stuff. Right? Um, like he's yeah, a, I would imagine he's a there's normie. a bit of cultural erasure, you know? Yeah. So, so God has to explain to him. God says, look, I'm the God of your father, the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. And Moses is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Who? Who the fuck? <laughs> He's like, new phone, who that? Who the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. I'm the god of that dude 400 years ago. You never that heard you, of. Yeah. Okay, now I get it, God. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, anyway, so God goes to him. He's like, listen, I've seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt. I've heard their fucking bullshit. They won't shut up. Um, and I'm going to fucking deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and bring them up to the land that is good and large, a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jezebites. Yes, God. Too many, too many fights. A bunch of people are there. Got it. Go through all this bullshit. Yeah. So basically he's saying, all right, you remember how you guys were set up in this really cool place, and then I made you all come down here for 400 years? Okay, you can go back now. And like, they already were dominating Canaan. Why did they have to leave? It does seem like a weird God, because like... The, the Israelites were already in Canaan. Really no yes. reason. I mean, if you're so fucking great, God, what are you doing this whole time? You've just been not really paying attention that, like, there's these famines and people died. He's like, all right, you guys got to go to Egypt. They go to Egypt. And then the second God's like, all right, you guys are safe, right? He just leaves the burner on and the kitchen walks off. Yeah. Do and you know what the c- best part of this is? These are his favorite people. <laughs> Like, imagine, with friends like these, Jesus. Yeah, God, <laughs> we're your favorites? This is the best you got? I mean, wow. honestly, 400 years Jacob, of slavery. Yeah, Jacob, at least Joseph got a fucking coat. That's what the Pharaohs <laughs> got from him. I don't even know. All we're getting is our fucking asses beat. <laughs> Everyone um, gets some sheep, too. Yeah. Come on. Um. So, so uh, God goes to Moses like, guess what? You're the fucking champion. You're the fucking chosen one. You got this shit. You're going to go to the Pharaoh, and you're going to tell him, you bring my fucking people out of Egypt and let us go. Or I'm gonna kick your ass. And Moses is like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Moses goes, uh, I'm just a fucking nobody shepherd, you know. I mean, and and also murderer. <laughs> yeah, they don't like me. The Jews yeah. don't like me. The Egyptians don't like me. I don't know why you're talking to me. I'm a like, I'm an exile felon just living out in the desert. At least he's humble. I give yeah. him that. I, like I mean, it sounds... It, he knows I, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's like, he's like, man, I'm fucking dub. You got to have someone else for this, right? Um, And he goes, but uh, listen, he's like, I, I'm just not... Why would anyone follow me? I'm just some fucking guy. And God goes, listen, I will be with you. That's all you got to fucking know, first off. 
um, and I will give you a sign so that when you go to the uh, uh, Israelites, they'll let you know that you're fucking like this is like your little code, your little signal that's to know that's mm-hmm. good shit. Um, and he also says, I'm going to let you once you get the people out of Egypt, you'll worship God on this mountain. I guess that's why they know it's Sinai. That yeah. makes sense now. So uh, God tells them he's like, uh, so Moses. Um, Yeah, you let me. I got this. So Moses says, "All right, suppose I go to them. I tell them that God, their God, sent me, and they say, okay, well, what's his name? Who is this God? I mean, I don't, I don't know why that's the question they would ask, but Moses is scrambling for like reasons not to do it. So he's like, I don't even know your name. Yeah, God's like, when they ask, you tell them I sent you, and he's like, well, what do I tell them who you are? And he goes, I am who I am. Thanks, God. <laughs> oh, oh, cool. You cleared that shit up. So God tells him, yeah, just say, God says, I am who I am. That is what you're to say to the Israelites. I am has sent you. Now. All right. Remember how I made you listen to the song, Yah, Hey. Right. By, by Vampire Weekend. Hopefully you listened to it like 12 times. It's uh, one yeah, of my I listened favorite to it once. Yeah, I did it. It's one of my favorite songs ever, and here's why. Check this shit out. So when God says this, when he says, I am who I am, the Hebrew translation of those words would be Ahyeh, which is mm-hmm. almost the same as Yahweh, which is the name for God, mm-hmm. right? So it's Very a play on words. Song. Yeah. God is doing a play on words. It's like a pun kind of that he's oh, he doing. He's doing that with, with Moses. He's basically trying to make Moses have faith. He's saying, just go tell them I am, because God knows that if he says, I am sent me, they'll hear it as God, as Yahweh, Ahyeh, oh, like Moses whatever. has like a lisp. Because it's almost the same word. Yeah, and the, actually, that's a good, damn good point. Yeah, so he's gonna he's already going <laughs> to sound stupid. But here's what's amazing about that song, Yahweh, which also obviously is a play on mm-hmm. Yahweh. So they say, through the fire and through the flames, i.e. this bush, you won't even say your name, only I am that I am. But who would ever live that way? And then they say, Utdioe, Yahweh. Now, Check this out. This is where it's really cool. Listen, listen. So God here is doing this Yahweh, Yahweh, little play Mm -hmm. on words. Ezra Koenig, who wrote the song and is the lead singer, check out what he's doing. He's doing the same thing right back at God. So he says, who would ever live that way? Like, why would you make us do this? Why would you make it stupid like this? Why would you not tell Moses your name? I thought we were on a mission to save all these people and you got to fucking goof on it. You got to play games. Well, yeah. what he they he says then in that chorus is ut dio, which means literally in Latin, may God, or like God is, kind of. It's like mm-hmm. it's sort of like an inshallah in, in Islam, which means like God wills it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's a phrase that maybe someone would have used in Latin. But the way that he pronounces it, it sounds like he's saying what deo, as in God, what God. So he's doing a play on words just like God did to Moses, but he's like saying yeah, God wills it. What God? Like who we talk? What really? There's a God. So he like does the same thing, and it really gets me hyped. Like you have to <laughs> fully torch. You have to I'm like read this like Vampire Weekend. You got to read this story and break it all down. And he's like doing the same thing, kind of back at God. So everyone needs to listen to everyone listen to that fucking song. It's good. Yahweh by Vampire Weekend. Thank Jeez. you. That's um, brilliant. So. God commands Moses, like, listen, I am who the fuck I am. I'm your fucking daddy. Get that shit together. And I need you to go get the elders of Israel and say to them, the Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, appeared to me, saying, I have surely visited you and seen what is done to you in Egypt. 
and I will bring you out of the affliction of Egypt to the land of milk and honey. So basically, God's like, we're getting the band back together. I just hear diarrhea, milk and honey. Mm. <laughs> I'm not going to be shitting my brains out. I, I, I bet I've never, you know what? I have never had milk and honey together. I just think that if I did, I would shit my brains out. Have you ever? It would just be right, like a, before we come into the next episode, I'm going to get a big ass <laughs> jug of fucking milk. And Let's do a gallon milk. challenge, but it's gallon milk and honey. Milk and honey, yeah. That would be. Just uh, go suck it right out of your bees. <laughs> That's how it works, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. honey is just bee milk. Um, and basically, you know, God talking mad game. He's like, don't worry. I'm with you. You'll be fucking great, blah, blah. Um, now, this is kind of interesting. Um, so he says, go to the Pharaoh and tell him, the Lord of the God of Hebrews fucking talk to me, and I need to take all the Israelites into the wilderness for like three days. So that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God, the first Burning Man. Yeah, yeah, we got to go out in the woods. Uh, a bunch of peyote. I'm gonna go there and say we need a holiday so we can go get some shit done we're, this week. We're gonna bring Vampire Weekends. <laughs> <laughs> um, now here's the interesting thing: God tells him, but don't worry, the Pharaoh's not gonna let you do it. Uh, so I will stretch out my hand and strike Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do in its midst, and that He will let you go. It seems weird. Um, all right, I'm just going to finish it before I get to my thoughts on it. Uh, and he says, I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that you shall not go empty-handed. And uh, every woman shall ask her neighbor, namely for the articles of their house, and all the people of Egypt will give you guys gold and silver on your way out the door. And you shall plunder the Egyptians. Bingo. So let's, let's talk about what God's telling Moses. He's basically like, listen, you're going to go get all the Israelites. You're going to get them all working as a team. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna get a team together. You know, we're going to pull this fucking heist. You're going to go to the Pharaoh. You're going to be like, hey, we just want to bail for three days uh, to go do a sacrifice for the Lord. But that's just the fucking bait, baby. That's the hook. You know, he ain't even going to do it. That's just like, um, that's like when you know that you're already going to quit your job. And you're going to be a fucking dick about it. <laughs> and you're like, hey, man, um, can I just take off next Friday? The fucking weather's so nice. I was going to go fishing. And they're like, dude, we're slammed. It's a holiday weekend. You can't fucking go. And you're like, oh, well, you're going to treat me like that? Guess what? And you just light a fucking trash can your way out, you know? Guess you were going to do that shit anyway. Like, you don't need to fucking, like, Guess what? I have a suitcase full of locusts. <laughs> <laughs> in your restaurant. You're like, and so that's why I keyed his car. Well, <laughs> you, you made, you kind of forced his hand a little bit, you know? <laughs> You're yeah, funny. so it's funny. He's like, all right, yeah, it's why do we have to do it like this? Can't you just, like, blind them for an hour so we can all run out or something? Yeah, couldn't no? we just leave? Yeah, like... We need to hurt everyone. We need to make everyone suffer. The so, more Jewish suffering, more Egyptian suffering, let's just all suffer together. It's going to be fun. Yeah, That's all like, that this is. Like, as we're reading the story, ask yourself, this is how you chose to do it? I mean, you're, you're all powerful. You're getting the band back together. God's now finally paying attention. It's a heavy flex, no doubt, but it's a weird flex. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So God's like, don't worry. I'm going to send you in there. You're going to ask for some time off for a Jewish holiday, and you're going to go out there. He's going to say no, of course. He's like, no, we got to get those first quarter earnings, you know? And uh, I'm going to fucking kick the shit out of Egypt so bad that they're going to be like, you know what? Whatever it takes to get you out of here, okay. And then you're also going to rob them blind. Bingo. 
Bingo. And I just imagine like Ocean's Eleven. They're all standing around the map. They're like, all right, here's how we do this shit. So even though God knows none of this is going to work, right? Because he just said it. We get into yeah. chapter four, which is where he gives Moses a bunch of signs that he knows aren't going to work. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it doesn't it really does not make sense. It's hard to understand what God's motives are or what his fucking plan is or why any of this. You know, it's like it's like imagine imagine you're robbing a bank, you know, and you got all these guns and you're like, okay, so here's what we're going to do. You're going to dress as a clown. You're going to start dancing. The guards are going to be all distracted. That's when the balloons go and cover the machine. They're like, okay, and then what happened? And then we shoot everybody. We just kill them all and step in there. But what? why the fuck are we doing the dancing part? Like, why don't we just go and shoot everybody? Like, no, no, no. You don't understand. You don't understand heists. Dude, this is only going to appeal to to our video game uh, podience. Oh, by the way, I'm calling our people podience. Great. It's like a pod audience. This is Dutch Vanderland. Yeah, this is, like, 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 why are we... Why, we got to blow up this bridge, Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're going to go in there. You're going to throw some fucking mystic. You're going to do some magic. You're going to dance a little bit. He's going to be so impressed. Okay, and then what? And then it's not going to matter because you're going to have to kill him anyway. Like, what? Then I'm going to kill all their children. Yeah, what? what's with that first part then? Why are we doing all this? No, he's like, no, he's like no. I already bought the fucking clown suit. You fucking... <laughs> It really do be like that. <laughs> oh, God damn. Um, so Moses hears this fucking crazy fucking scheme. Um, and he goes, wait a minute. All right, but what if they will not listen to me or believe my voice? Uh, or, be- you know, like, I, I. so here I am, an escaped murderer. And all the Hebrews know I'm a murderer. They're even oh, calling yeah. him out. They're not even the Hebrews. Are no like, one likes him. fucking killing piece of shit? So I'm going to come back from the desert and be like, by the way, guys, God talked to me and I'm your leader now. And I don't think that's going to work, God. <laughs> um, and so God points at his staff or he, God doesn't point because he, he, goes, he goes, hey, uh, what's that in point. your hand? You know, and he says it's a staff and God says, throw it on the ground and he throws it on the ground and instantly it turns into a snake. Right. So, OK, that's a cool trick. But I love that. Yeah, Moses throws it on the ground. God turns into a snake, and Moses like, "Oh fuck, I don't like snakes." And he just gets the fuck out of there. He flees. He fled from the snake. He Indiana Jonesed it. And Lord and God goes, tells Moses, him, "No, oh, yeah, sorry. go ahead." So God tells him, "Don't worry, don't worry. Just grab its tail." Which no, thank you. But he does. Steve Irwin's that shit. Yeah. It instantly turns back into his staff. Okay, so he has a one parlor trick now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But that's not enough. So God says, "All right, all right. You know, that's a cool one. That's a cool one. Not not always. Not always uh, gets the laughs. <laughs> if that doesn't work, if that doesn't work, all right. This it's is a great. crowd pleaser. But I'm going to teach yeah. you a, a couple magic tricks that are going to get you this this job. <laughs> so this one's really fucked up. He says, "All right, now put your hand in your cloak." Moses puts his hand in his cloak, pulls it back out, and he's covered in leprosy. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love. I, I'm trying to imagine what it'd be like to be Moses. Like, you, what the fuck, God? You probably have no concept of God. You're just kind of Hebrew, you know. And uh, he's like, Cheez-Its, Cheez-Its. <laughs> he's like, what would it be? He's like, I was like, all right, you see that staff? Throw it down. He's like, oh, fuck, snakes. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I just left goofing on you, Moses. And then he's like, all right, now, now put your hand in your cloak. And he's like, okay. He's like, now you got leprosy. He's like, oh, fuck, God, what the fuck? He's like, ah, I'm just fucking with you. I just like fucking in. with put you, Moses. Uh, so finally, yeah, God's, God uh, shows him his little couple of parlor tricks. Also shows him, all right, if they still don't believe you, you take some water from the Nile, you pour it on the ground, it'll turn into blood. Trust me, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, they're going to love that shit. That'll, that'll <laughs> really assuage their fears. <laughs> so Moses takes his last little readout of cowardice and says, look, 
Remember the story that's not in the Bible where I bit the coal? Yeah, I talk slow. I got a little speech impediment. Yeah, which, I don't talk know, so good, you know. Yeah. And God says, all right, well, you know, he, God does like this whole little rant about how I gave you the ability to speak and why you're fucking whining. But he says, yeah. all right, all right. You remember your brother Aaron that we haven't mentioned at all up to this point and that somehow exists even though all the babies were killed except for you? Yeah. Yeah. Aaron can talk for you. He's <laughs> yeah. a good talker. So we went to all this effort to spare Moses because babies just die in left, right, and center. And he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, your son Aaron, who didn't require any bullshit involving reeds and the Pharaoh's daughter and shit, he's, <laughs> he was he's just here. He just happened to walk up. to like, hey, hey, and I'm a, I'm quite an order, Moses. Remember when I uh, did the speech classes in high school? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like that it's like that sitcom where like they never needed for the main character to have a brother, and then they just introduced one in the middle of season three. You know, this um, is the ultimate Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, this is it. He's like he's like, but I don't talk so good. He's like, well, guess what? Not only do you have a brother, but he talks good, and he's right behind you. Get me? I was like, fuck, man. I thought the snake was crazy, but this is this is getting. He doesn't wild. talk to bushes either. You wilding out, boy, or, or murder people. Um, so. Uh, basically, they're like, okay, Aaron, you're going to speak for Moses, and Moses is going to be the talent. You're the hype man. He's the talent in this uh, this fucking crazy heist we're about to pull. Oh, man. What a lot of shenanigans. <laughs> I, I would love to follow them around, dude, and just watch them. Uh, you know what it feels like? It feels like uh, that scene from Beer Fest where the yeah, one guy yeah, dies. The other one it, like, by the way, I heard everything about you guys, so we don't even have to like worry about introductions. It's not that you just, it's not only like, A, you have a brother, and B, you just found out, but we're already working as a team. We got shit to do. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand how they didn't just mention Aaron earlier. That would have been great, yeah. but whatever. Um, so so Moses goes back to Jethro and is like, hey, you know, I've had a great time working for you, but I got to go back and do this. Jethro gives him his blessing. He says, all right, have fun, have whatever, you kids. <laughs> Thank God we're not Israelites. We're just shitty fucking Medianites, and this ain't our yeah. fucking battle. Fair to Medianingly. So uh, the Lord says, you know, go back to Egypt, of course, again. Uh, the ones that wanted to kill you are dead, because as we mentioned, the previous pharaoh had died, so I guess statute of limitations on murder is pretty lax in Egypt. Uh, no one kept track after the king died. Yeah, just forgot. you're fine, you're fine. It was just, it was just the one pharaoh who remembered <laughs> So he's on his way back. He says, God's like, yep. It's, uh, now, this is this is the craziest bit right here. Uh, mm-hmm. Exodus 4.21. Yeah, read it. And the Lord said to Moses, when you go back to Egypt, see that you do all those wonders before Pharaoh, which I have put in your hand, but I will harden his heart so that he will not let the people go. What the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> Like God, I mean that's spe- not even free will. He has no free will. Like what the fuck are we doing here? So you spent all this time fucking uh, shock scaring me, you know, with my fucking leprosy hand and my snake staff, and then you're like, okay, I need you to go to Pharaoh and do all those wonders. Okay, but I'm gonna make it so that they don't work. Why am I doing the wonders in the first fucking place? Then what? What are we doing here? I'll tell you exactly why. God yeah. wants an excuse to break out the twelve plagues. Yeah, he, plagues. he's just been holding on to these 12 plagues this whole time. And he's like, I swear to God. Like, that's what he's been doing this whole time. That's why he forgot about the Israelites. He's been working yeah. on plagues. Yeah. So it's you know? plague time. And he knows that it's not going to be plague time if the snake trick works. Yeah. <laughs> so you got So you have to literally go into Pharaoh's literal heart and turn it into ice. You have to turn him into the kind of man that doesn't enjoy a sweet fucking parlor trick. Yeah, yeah. That's you, the great. <laughs> you're going to make him a guy that doesn't like magicians? 
What kind of heartless bastard are Wait, you, you mean, God? You mean Pharaoh's more than 12 years old? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, I don't. What are we doing here? What are we? Uh, that's the point where I'd be like, okay, I honestly don't think you have a plan, God. I don't know what you've got. Clean here. In my hands. I'm gonna yeah. go back. I'm gonna go pee on that bush. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, fire. I need you to go do some fucking magic tricks for the Pharaoh. Okay, great. And that's gonna get the people free. No, I'm gonna make it so he hates magic tricks. What? what? It sounds like a really roundabout way of doing not, this thing. Is there not a quicker damn. path? So Moses is on his way. He gets to a place to stay. Well, hold on, hold on. I don't want to interrupt you. But no, go ahead. Let's get to the... I, I really oh, want to I'm read talking about, whole area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it right. kind of... It, it, to me, it seems significant. He goes, okay, so God's talking to Moses. He's like, and I want you to tell the Pharaoh, Israel is my son, my firstborn. And if you do not let my firstborn go, I'll kill your firstborn. So it's kind of like a mafiosa threat, you know? Yeah. And like, much like the mafia, he does hold up his threats. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, listen, Israel, the people, the, the, the Israelites are like my firstborn son. Yeah. And if you want to fuck over my first, don't you talk to me or my kid ever, ever again. again. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, uh, Kanye. Very cool. Um, and this is, uh, are you going to talk about the foreskin part? No, you can Okay. Uh, Yeah, because I I don't want to skip all of it. I was okay. Yeah, I was going to, but I'm saying if you have if you want it, I I don't know how you can. Okay. (laughs) I know you just want to get your lips on that force. So Jesus Christ. So (laughs) this is some crazy shit. Doesn't make any sense. So he he tell he gives Israel this threat, and then as they're on their way to the encampment, uh, Exodus four twenty (laughs) four. As they're on the way, the Lord met him and sought to kill Moses. So what are you doing? Are you drunk? Like what are you doing? What are we doing here? So so Moses is so Moses imagine Moses' confusion. Like you got these magic tricks, but don't worry, they're not gonna work. I don't know why I'm teaching you this. And then I want you to say these things, but don't worry, because I'm gonna make it so they don't work. And then I'm gonna have you do all this shit that doesn't make sense. And then as you're on the way, I'm going to try to kill you. Like what what kind of abusive drunk dad are you? It just makes it sound like God is a is a force of nature. That's what it that's how this ends up reading to me, in that He's going to do things that don't make he, no sense. Yeah, just that. Okay, the reason Moses was going to die guy. was because he wasn't circumcised. Right. Which I don't f- forget even why that's a thing. But no, Moses is circumcised. No, hold no, on. So, so God goes to try oh, to kill sons. Moses. Oh, you're right. I thought and it was Moses. this is obviously the most reasonable reaction. Moses is getting beat the fuck up by God, and Zipporah takes Gershom and takes a sharp stone and circumcises her kid and throws it at Moses' feet and says, surely you are a husband of blood to me. What fucking weird time are we having here? Like, why is this a thing that's happening? Yikes, um, dude. So well, God, these people would have known about circumcision, but why didn't they do it already? Isn't it supposed to be done at the fucking... Well, the Midianites are not circumcised. They're not the line of Abraham. They were, though, weren't they? They were no, his children. I, we, we, we talked about this. Isaac gets circumcised, but the children of Keturah don't. Gotcha. Poor kids. So, whatever. Those poor whole dick children. So, so <laughs> she sees God killing Moses, decides to circumcise her own son with a fucking sharpened rock, and God goes, that's exactly what I wanted. Smart. You passed the test. And he lets Moses go. <laughs> so, what the fucks? I don't know, man. Um... I don't know. And so How then did she the, know? So I after don't. all this shit, then the Lord goes to Aaron and goes, all right, go get with Moses. And then they meet and they all kiss and they. Do you think out. God was just going to use Aaron instead? 
Like, I, why was he going to kill Moses? I don't think I don't think thought really is in this. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I don't know. Um, God, she, but she tricked God almost. Like it's almost like a. Uh, it reads like a, like a, like a classical mythology thing, the way that he could be tricked like that, or like his wrath redirected with the simple cutting of a little boy's penis. <laughs> I mean, to me, it feels like. It feels like you're a kid and you're just playing with your cars in the fucking carpet and your dad just comes and starts beating the shit out of you. And then your sister's like, oh, and then she sh- turns the AC back up and you're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> you're like, ah, I did like that you turned the AC down. What? What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck are you doing? That is basically it. I've been drinking and I don't like how our electricity bill has been going up. You're like, oh, okay. That's fair. That's fair. Just ask. Fuck. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? So uh, God gets Moses and Aaron together in the wilderness, and they get all the Israelite leaders. And Aaron, of course, tells them everything because he doesn't talk like an idiot. Yeah. Um, and basically conveyed what, what God had said to Moses. Uh, they performed the signs, and the signs do work on these people, right? So we know yeah. that they're not the tricks aren't going to work. They're a bunch Pharaoh, of superstitious idiots. The, the Israelites were like, "Ooh, snake staff, snake staff." And, you uh, had me at snake believed. staff. Which they is weird because he's like, look at, and also magic leprosy hand. They're like, fuck, you has a snake staff. I mean, do you have any more <laughs> tricks? Check out this water. Blood. Yeah, they're like, oh, that's very comforting. Okay, great. <laughs> hey, the guy that murdered a guy can make blood to show up on sand. That's great. <laughs> Who would believe that? So um, they are in hook, line, and sinker, ready to follow Moses out of Egypt. Wow, wow, wee wah. This is like the team is back. I feel like it's like uh, the diner scene in fucking Reservoir Dogs. Like it's just a bunch of people like, we going to get this shit done? They're like, yeah. They just start walking off in fucking unicism in their fucking suits and sunglasses. Basically. And one of them talks dumb. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's, that's as far as we're going to get through today. That's plenty. Jesus plenty of Bible. Christ. This is a we fucking... Are f- we are f- officially exodizing. <laughs> like I felt like I felt like chapters one through three, okay, and then uh, chapter four, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, it's uh, it was too much. It's too much. Yeah, it was too much, too fast, too loose. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I know the story ends up kind of starting to make more sense, but under the under, it's all under the pretense that it didn't have to be this way. It didn't have to be like this. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to say it again, but I'm gonna. Vampire Weekend. Who could ever live this way? Like, I, <laughs> he says, I, I, you know, I, I can't help but feel that you see the mistakes, but you keep doing the shit anyway. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. Um, it's a weird god. So god of I know we goofed on it, but here's some of the significant traits. Whoo! So Moses grabs a snake by the tail, which is classic Steve Irwin. Like you always grab a it snake is. by the tail. Yeah. They definitely but, stole that straight out of Erwin's book when they yeah, were writing they, this. They, they knew. But apparently the snake charmers of the time always grab by the neck because you can hold the head and keep it from biting you. So it yeah. kind of just shows what a badass he is that he can Steve Irwin that shit versus like grabbing it by the throat. Well, yeah, it's um, a little bit easy when it's literally just a fucking stick. And I, I guess as far as more uh, symbolism, uh, serpents, specifically cobras are signs of Egyptian royalty and power. And a metal cobra is symbolically worn on the pharaoh's crown. So it's like a a euphemism. Yeah, yeah. He's like, look, I grabbed the fucking crown by its neck. I don't give a fuck. I'll step on your crown and then bite a coal. Yeah, yeah. Hot coals in my mouth. Uh, uh, I don't know, man. 
That's wild. I, I think that, uh, so right now, how do you feel about Moses as a person? I don't get he's, it. He's, I mean, one, I mean, he, one, he's a killer. Can't take yeah, that from But him. that was fair. That was a fine killing. He yeah. jangoed that dude. It, honestly, if you see a person in authority beating up a minority, you kill them. Please. Please. You have art. We'll, the, we'll come and testify. We'll testify that the Bible justifies your actions. I will show up <laughs> to court and say there's plenty of historical. Hashtag Moses did it, dude. Hashtag Moses did it. Um, great. <laughs> I'll be your character witness. That's what they call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the other thing was, I guess, is leprosy was considered a feared disease, so being able to conquer it kind of shows your power. And that then taking water and making blood, it's because the Nile's a source of power. It sounds like bullshit, but whatever. I mean, yeah, the, definitely saying I'm going to turn your – the river is all they have there, right? They're in a desert right. otherwise. So to say I'm going to turn your water, your river into blood is pretty threatening, I guess. And also, okay, so Moses was literally educated in the house of the Pharaoh, raised as the son of the daughter of the fucking king of the entire nation. And you didn't cover yeah, so a public a, speaking class? He's a fancy lad. He's yeah. a dandy that can't even dand. Yeah. And then Aaron, a uh, slave kid in hiding, somehow he's the he's the guy that can speak. I guess he's just street smarts. Yeah, he's I feel like he's like the fast child. talking. He's like a little uh, Oliver Twist. Yeah, that's what he is. Oh man! Uh, and whereas whereas Moses is more like uh, the king during World War II. What was his name? The one who had the speech impediment. Anyways, oh, I don't even know that guy. So what happens? Oh, the the British king from like the yeah. king's speech. Yeah yeah, 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 that one. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. What is? Uh, all right, so let's. That's as far as we're gonna read. What what is this? What is the point of this? I mean, I get that well, the first chapter kind of sets up the conflict. And sort I of think the early life of Moses. That's what it is. It's setting up. So obviously, the book is called Exodus. It's the mm-hmm. story of the people, the Israelite people leaving. Hence Exodus. It's the story of how they get their lands long term, right? How they mm-hmm. end up where they are, you know, in modern times even. Mm-hmm. Um so you gotta kind of build up something to Exodus from. You gotta build up this like uh You need a heel, you need a villain. Yeah, exactly. So you have to have these this really shitty Pharaoh who maybe wouldn't have even been shitty if God didn't deliberately harden his heart, but I don't know. It, Again, it, it seems confusing. confusing. So on the one hand, you can... It is kind of an interesting parable that kind of like some of the Islamophobia that we deal with today kind of has that sort of like, well, these are the people we're fighting in Afghanistan and fighting in Iraq. You know, it's kind of like... Um, so it's kind of like that, but it's also like uh, like the Japanese internment camps in World War II. You yeah. Know? Like you're like, oh, the... yeah, just because those ones are bad. They look like them. They got to be bad, yeah. too. Yeah, like, oh, we got to lock up all the Japanese. And they're like, I've been here for 50 years. I own a fucking pet store. And they're like, you got to get in a camp. You know, like, well. Yeah, you look wrong. Yeah, if only the if only the Japanese had had a Moses character. They could have <laughs> hmm. fought their way out. Then the Karate Kid wouldn't have happened. So I guess whatever. That's true. Oh, yeah. Miyagi. Because that was kind of, that was in there. Um, Definitely. Deep it. thought, deep cuts you have there. <laughs> really, we're, t- we're tearing away the the bonds of society one yeah, podcast we're, episode we're, at we're, a time. We're making it uh, relatable. <laughs> Moses sure. is like Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't get it. I, I, I was reading this, and I, like, like especially from um, Exodus 4.20 like on, I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, wh- What's this last bit? Why are we getting all crazy with it? 
why go to the effort of teaching them all these parlor tricks, magic, you know, illusions? I mean, it definitely just, it kind of just stretches out the story. Because now we know that he's going to have to take these things to Pharaoh mm-hmm. in probably our next episode. We know that he's going to have to do them. We know that they're going to not be impressed. Um, I feel like it's like, it's um, thing. I feel like it's justification. Like, okay. So that God can do his his things. Right. Um, so I guess what it's like, it's like, uh, imagine if I taught you a magic trick or like, imagine if you were like, imagine if I was like, Hey man, I've got this great joke and you're like, okay, tell me it. Like, this is a joke from God. This is a joke from God. You're like, okay, great. And I tell you the joke and no one laughs. I'd be like, God also made it. So you guys don't laugh. Like the joke's great. The joke's fucking tearing away. Like this is fucking God tier laugh, but God must've made it. So you guys, God made it. So you have to be there. You're like, Fuck. I, it's more like if you purposely make the joke shitty and then as soon as no one laughs, you pull out a call hammer and you're like, and God gave me this too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was hoping you wouldn't laugh so I could hit yeah. you with this hammer. I really wanted to kick the shit out of you, but I thought I need to Demons. justify it somehow. Your inability to love my joke from God. That's now you've fucking done it. <laughs> you're fucking asking for it. Yikes. Oh my God. It adds up. This is a, this is a great well, book. Yeah, I'm pumped for Exodus. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a swashbuckling adventure. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch. Uh, so for next episode, what do you want to watch? Prince of Egypt or Ten Commandments? I think we got to save Prince of Egypt. Well, no, I, I mean Prince of Egypt is more what's happening now, and Ten Commandments is more what's going to be happening in later Exodus. So I guess we can watch Prince of Egypt. <laughs> I kind of wanted to save. I kind of wanted to save that talk for like the recap. Episode okay. at the end of Exodus, but that's not going to be for months. We might as well fucking watch it. Yeah. Because otherwise it's not going to be fresh. Hopefully we'll be dead. Uh, and and the, the part of the story that we're on right now is a really big part of Prince of Egypt, if I remember correctly. Gotta be. So we, we ought to do it. Haven't seen it. But um, yeah, because I'd love Cause to see someone justify this specific chapter. Yeah. Well, obviously it's going to gloss over a lot of the crazier shit. Just like the dream, the yeah, King of Dreams true. did. Um. Like, we're not going to have the part where God says, oh, by the way, I made Pharaoh be a dick. <laughs> like, that's um, not going to be in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So, but yeah, Ooh. as we go forward, just remember, God is forcing Pharaoh's hand. He straight oh, up damn. states, I'm going to make Pharaoh an asshole. Dude, let me read off the cast for Prince of Egypt. Are you ready? Okay. Sorry. Sandra Bullock, Val Kilmer, Ralph Fiennes, yeah. Steve Martin, Michelle Pfeiffer, Danny Glover, Martin Short. Yeah, it's supposed to. It's a star-studded cast. It's like only A-listers. You know what's crazy? Patrick is that, Stewart, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Oh fuck! Helen you Mary? had me at get Jeff Goldblum. Forget all those other. Yeah, he guys. plays Aaron. Obviously, what? He, he plays the speaker. Well, fuck. All right, no, say no more. We'll cover that next time. Okay, wait. Yeah, I'm gonna right, turn right. this off. I want to watch Prince of Egypt. <laughs> okay, um, perfect. Sorry, I cut you off so I could read the yeah, cast list. Off. Yeah, I know. Great. People are gonna love. Which that is shit. good though, because now we don't have to do a casting bit. During Exodus, because it's already been done by the yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, despite all the fucking craziness, it feels like it's set up for like a heist. Like it's like we're getting the band back together, and they're all just like out there crew, and there's just there's just there's, there's just this one Israelite like working on a car, and he's like, "Remember me?" And they just do like this cool handshake, and they're like, "We're gonna go get the <laughs> we're getting them out of Egypt, baby." You know, like yeah, the band yeah. is back together on a it mission definitely, from especially. God. Especially with, like, the convening of the leaders there at the end. Like, yeah. everyone puts their hands in the middle, you know? Yeah, they're like, oh, are we going to do Jews on three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, All right. Well, I think that's it. Uh, you got anything else? I'm pumped. 
No, well, that's an episode. Well, all right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we'll Twitter be handle? back. We'll be back starting on chapter five on episode 14. Our Twitter handle is at Irrevelations. You can email us, though, if you'd prefer, at irrevelationspodcast at gmail.com. And uh, thanks for listening, y'all. Jesus, how long is this thing going to be?